0: Hello there. Welcome to the second episode of Death by Papercuts, a podcast about stencils and the people who create them. My name is Joseph Richards. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram at in the perimeter. These intros are a little hard to get used to. I thought this would be like the easy part of the podcast, and it's actually harder than doing the podcast itself, <laughs> just because I'm just talking in a room by myself, which is strange. And I keep saying hello and I don't know why. I think it's, and I always get the Seinfeld, this is a total sidebar, this this intro is going off the rails. The Seinfeld episode where they do the, the hello, you know what I'm talking about. You know. Anyways, back to the show. My first official guest today is Cut and Destroy. And if you've spent any time on the YouTubes looking at stencil videos, you've probably come across his work. I was really excited that he agreed to come on. In this episode, we talk about how he got into making those videos, what projects he's working on now, and he's also had a great story about storing a, one of his paintings on a stranger's wall in Australia. It's a cliffhanger, right? You can't wait. You can't wait. So, once again, thank you for checking us out. Hope you enjoy. Okay, well, cool. First off, man, I want to say thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Um, You were one of the first people I thought of when I wanted to start doing this. And when I first started doing this, it was, you probably remember this, it was Nacho Cheese TV Yep. on YouTube. Yep. And I actually looked at it last night. Like some of his videos have 400,000 views. Yeah. And he was maybe a year or two before... You started doing yours, and then it was you and uh simply Sarah art mhm, yep, she's awesome too, yeah, and I looked at hers, and she had like almost half a million views, and you had a couple that are almost a hundred thousand views and
1: um... yeah, so it's, a, it's it's a it's a real niche uh kind of kind of area so to to get any kind of views like that is pretty cool just letting you know there's that many people out there that are you know interested in it and and, uh really taking something from it you know yeah was that surprising to you like how many
0: people watched it
1: uh yeah some of them like you know some of my videos have just like way more views than the others and i'm not really sure what the (laughs) what the reasoning for that is but but yeah you know just um You know, I I always learn something by watching other people do things, you know, no matter what, you always pick up on some little detail. And that's, you know, that's kind of why I started doing it, just to just to document it and see if anybody was interested. And, you know, it turned out a few people were. So it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you go look today. I, I went last night and looked at YouTube and you Google tutorials now and it's just like pages and pages. But back. Yeah, exactly. Back then he was like the first one. And then yours came along and yours were a little more detailed. And I was. Telling my wife about it the other night when we talked, and it's it's funny to look at some people's work because you can kind of tell who watched what video. Yeah, if, yeah if no, you know <laughs> exactly. Those, uh... you pay attention enough, and you can still see it now, like on the Reddit forum, like people that are kind of getting introduced to those.
1: Yeah, I like, um, I like the uh the spider things I made, and then all of a sudden those started showing up on uh, on like everybody's in progress videos and, and in progress pictures. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no, it's funny. I saw him on Instagram the other day, and they asked the guy like how he thought of it or where he got it from. He's like, I don't know, I just saw somebody else do it. <laughs> so it's funny that a lot of people do it, but they probably haven't tracked tracked it all the way back to you. Yeah,
1: no, it's but... funny. My, when I came up with my buddies, like, oh man, you should like patent those and make them. I'm like, dude, this is a really, really niche product. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really see a lot of money in that, but you know, <laughs> I'm glad people are enjoying them and uh, yeah, getting use out of them for
0: sure. Of course, we say that, but then you know, some of those there's so many videos, and they all have a few thousand views, and people just keep steady making them. And I'm still like, I feel it's like it's a small community, but it's I don't know if people are just interested in it. And then you do oh. a couple stencils, and you just give up. I feel like that's what a lot of it is, especially yeah. for the stuff that that you're doing, like the big multi layers, and it's hard to kind of wrap your head around that. But
1: yeah, well, it's like it's like you said, you know, back when you know back when i started i mean there was literally uh stencilrevolution.com <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um and you know there was like a couple tutorials on there that were like you know four or five step sort of things you know about adjusting contrast and that was it mm-hmm. and then um uh, you know now it's just just like anything if you want to learn to do anything you got an afternoon there's a youtube video for it so um it's good though i mean it it pushes everything makes you know brings the level up so
0: yeah for sure so how did i guess kind of want to start there how did you get into this it's always I'm real curious about that because it's so random. Yeah, people would uh, want to spend all their time doing this and cut paper and um, just kind of how how did you get started going?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, pretty cliche, but it was like 2005 and uh, started hearing about like Banksy and uh, Logan Hicks and stuff like that, and uh, then just one night I think I I just took one of those stencil revolution tutorials and i found like the first like high contrast picture i could find online Mm -hmm. uh which happened to be a picture of john ritter's face and uh (laughs) i went to i went to walmart and bought a utility knife and i cut cut it out of cardboard and uh and that was the first one and then um you know back then we would go around spray painting it on everything and uh doing that sort of thing and then um you know from there i just kind of wanted to get more detailed and yeah. A little more complex and just, uh, it's, you know, it's been going since then. 2005,
0: though was when I started. Wow. So you've been, okay. You've been doing this a lot longer than I have. I didn't know it was that. So you're, you started maybe, so that's about two or three years before you started making the videos. Yeah. I think I started making the videos around t- 2010 or 11. So, okay.
1: so those, the first, you know, four or five years, it was kind of just a, oh, I'll make a stencil here. I'll make one for a friend or or a gift or something like that. But then around uh, 2010 or 11, I just um, really started just all my free time. and just started putting into it and uh, you know, just the, the skill level kind of jumped from that. And, um, and right around then is when I had a cheap camera and I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll start filming this and see if anybody wants to watch it.
0: Yeah, I think I probably first came across you, I was trying to figure it out last night. I'm pretty sure it was Reddit, because I think when I started, like, my brother-in-laws were on Reddit all the time, and I was like, whatever, I don't even know what this is, and I got on there and then found that sub, and it was probably around the time that you were posting about um, the Stencil Art Prize, that one uh... that you did. I don't remember what year that was, but that was probably the first time I came across you.
1: Yeah. And that subreddit was, um, it was cool. I, you know, I found that and then, um, I just started basically contributing as much as I could. And then they, uh, kind of offered to make me a a moderator, which was pretty cool. And then, um, you know, we, there's like a probably about two, three year period, um, around 2012, 2014, 15 or so, where we like the activity on there was really great. We had contests up every Mm -hmm. month and, um, it was really cool. And it's it's nice. Like, I still, you know, check in on it. And, uh, you know, still a lot of the old heads are on there posting, but there's a lot of new people that are really putting some great stuff up on there, too.
0: Yeah, it's definitely different. Even you mentioned Stencil Revolution, and I I kind of lurked on there, too, when I was first starting, because it was really only, I don't know, that was really the only place to get information yeah. other than a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah. And even now, I think it's still live, but it got sold to, somebody that makes like pre-made templates i mean it's not the same <laughs> yeah i haven't checked it out in years but uh yeah it it's depressing get... don't go look at it yeah a long, long time ago
1: it was awesome i mean there was a lot of activity the forums were really cool i mean people would be real you know they'd, they'd be real um direct with their criticism but you know it's, <laughs> that's what you need sometimes but then i i went back i don't know how many years ago and it was like i, I don't even know if it was up anymore or if it's like a totally different site but i mean i'm just happy it was there in the beginning um you know, to provide that information and have that space for people to come in and, and share ideas and things like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's re- it was a really cool resource, especially back then when there weren't that many. Yep. You kind of compare that to, so I, I'm not re- super active on the, the subreddit, but I always pop in there and see what's going on. And that's kind of one of the things I wish was a little more prevalent is the, maybe the criticism on there and, and trying to not negatively, you know, but, I mean, helping people.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little crea- uh, constructive criticism. Um, yeah.
0: You know, and, and you know,
1: I should probably get back on there more often now, nowadays too. And uh, But, you know, some of these guys, you don't want to discourage them, you know, because some people will just, you know, like they'll watch my video or watch somebody else's video and then go and make something. And, and they kind of get the basic ideas down, but they don't have any concept of like composition or you know color selection or you know you always see those ones with like the flat edges on the bottom that's like still Mm -hmm. still on the canvas because their uh, source photo cut off and they didn't yeah think to hang it off the edge or anything like that but um but yeah you know just um the subreddit has definitely kind of taken over where stencil revolution left off but yeah like you said I wish it was I wish it was more active but
0: yeah it's and it's also weird to me like what what ends up getting upvoted like, oh, a lot, yeah. like a lot, like a like a Rick a and Morty picture. I, yeah, all the stuff that I think is like amazing, like Neil's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neil's rarely amazing. gets a lot of upvotes, and I'm like, you know, he's he's clearly one of the most talented people on here. And I wonder if some of it is it's just too technical to even yeah appreciate yeah. what's going on.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's just it, it's it's almost like it's it's too good. Like you don't, you know, people just don't grasp what they're really looking at and the time it takes to, to put into that, uh, to get those kind of results. Whereas like, you know, like I said, you know, somebody will do like a Rick and Morty or something and, uh, you know, straight to the top, but yeah. um, you know, which, which is cool though too, you know, whatever it's, I mean, it's not like this, it's not called technical stencils, you know, it's just,
0: stencil, you know, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. So um, Yeah. I mean, you can look at that stuff, even if it's pop art or whatever that you and I may not paint, you can still appreciate like it being good. Technically yeah. and I can get, Obviously, it's got a a bigger appeal than than stuff we might paint at this point. But everyone kind of starts with those, yeah, exactly. Kind of generic images, and it just gets.
1: I mean, that and, then, and it's all about learning, like the 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 chops and like what actually goes into it. And you know, um, and then from there, hopefully, you know, people will stick with it and decide they want to uh, get better and maybe be a little more original or whatever. And uh, you know, so I'm not knocking them. I'm I'm glad people are are producing them. I'm glad they're. Uh, contributing to the subreddit and to the community as a whole.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you you were also one of the first people I saw that used bridges as like a design feature. Is that something you kind of came up with on your own or did you see someone that No, so
1: so what happened with that is when I in my early days of like doing multi-layers and stuff, man, I would spend days on Photoshop individually eliminating you know any kind of bridge and trying to hide them and and you know it was and then at one point I just decided to just skip that step altogether and so Mm -hmm. now now when I you know design templates and everything like that I don't really pay any attention whatsoever to um, to how I'm going to make things work on the paper and I just kind of start cutting and you know I'm sure you know you just kind of get a feel for it you know you don't it's, it's a stencil. It's not like a, a, I don't even know, like a, a, an engineered um, piece of machinery or something. has to have every little spec perfect and and down, down to the millimeter, you know? So, so, uh, you know, I'm working on one right now that uh, a friend of mine came by last week and he's looking at it and he's like, so, so what do you cut out? Like, you know, like where, how do you choose what what you're going to cut, what you're not going to cut? And it's just, I don't know. I just go as I, I just decide as I go. Um, and sometimes, you know, sometimes I painted and the the bridges, you know, work, they will look really good. Sometimes like, you know, sometimes I paint over them and, and cover them up and make that part of the, uh, part of the finished piece. But I don't have a problem with, you know, going back by hand afterwards and, and cleaning right. something up. If I don't, if I don't think it looks good.
0: Okay. So you don't, you don't do the bridges like in Photoshop. You do them as you're cutting. That's right. Yep. Okay. So I, I'm doing one now, and I tried to do, like, I don't typically use them as, like, part of the piece. I try and hide them. Mm -hmm. But I've kind of gravitated toward that style more, and I did it in Photoshop just to try and get a feel for it, to see kind of what it would look like. Right. Um, And I feel like the cutting process is a lot quicker that way. Yeah. But... And I have another, like, a bigger one of design, but I'm, like, terrified <laughs> to start yeah. cutting it until I do this small one because I want to make sure it looks like what I think it's going to look like painted.
1: Yeah, right. That's, and that's the one thing. It's always, I mean, you don't know until you peel off that last layer. You know what I'm saying? Like, did, you know, did the idea in my head, did I execute it the way I, you know, I envisioned? And, um, you know, once, obviously, you know, you get some experience with it and you get a pretty good idea of what you're going to end up with, you know. But uh yeah, you don't want to spend, you know, sometimes hundreds of hours cutting something out just to <laughs> just to peel it back and be like uh this sucks, you know. I'm not yeah. not into it, not into it at all.
0: No, I've done that and then at that point I'm like I don't even care. I'm just throwing this in the trash. I'm not there's no way I'm recutting see, this.
1: See, I have a hard time throwing away old stencils even if they're not usable anymore. I have like you know, I have them stacked everywhere, under beds and in the attic and everything. And it's just, <laughs> and I've uh, I've taken a couple and just taken the actual stencils and kind of like uh, adhered them to a canvas and used them mm-hmm. as as its own kind of uh, piece of art, which is pretty cool. Um, but I've just like, you know, you spend a hundred hours cutting something out; it's tough to just like crinkle it up and throw it in a trash can.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I've seen. I mean, I've seen a lot of people stack them mm-hmm. after they're painted and. And kind of frame them. That always looks really cool to me.
1: Yeah, that is cool. I've actually never done that. I think it's because, I don't know, the way I work, I don't, I think after I peel them up, they're pretty much pretty gross and not, they're not going to translate well to
0: that. But I've seen some that are awesome. They look really cool. And those are hard. So I I look at some of those and I try to kind of like reverse engineer how they even designed it to look like that stacked. Because mine, obviously I don't, I'm trying to hide all the bridges. So mine are not going to look at that, but I look. I looked at like um, Nils does that a lot. Like uh, Snick, they do their stacks stuff too. And I was looking at them, and you know, it doesn't totally make sense to me. Probably until I do a couple of them, mm-hmm. but um, I'm starting to come around to that because I, I kind of like it, and it it adds more of a um, maybe a personal touch. I guess you can kind of tell that a person did it and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's machine um... cut. If that makes sense, it's kind of like I'm not super concerned with, like, overspray because I kind of like that, too. It yeah, looks... yeah I, I think, I mean, and this is, you
1: know, especially when when you're doing, like, photorealistic sort of things, you know, a lot of people make that, uh, that point or that argument. It's like, well, why don't you just, if you're going to do that, at that point, why aren't you just pr- printing out a picture? You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. But for me, it's, I mean, it's always been about the cutting. Like, that's what I enjoy. I find it relaxing. I find it, like, therapeutic almost, you know, and I think that's obviously the art, you know, um, you know, can control and spraying and all that sort of thing, you know, comes into it in the end. But, um, you know, like you said, if, if you're able to um, display those, those stacked stencils and show somebody like really what you did, you know, not just a a, a photo that happened to be spray painted, you know, um, you're right. It adds like, a, it adds another la- uh, element or another layer. And, uh, now you kind of, got me wanting to figure out how to do that. So I probably will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's so have you, have you always hand cut? I imagine you have, but yeah. 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 Um, I looked into it like we have a place of course now I lived in Austin for about six years and then we moved back to East Texas once we started having kids and the, the technology is not not quite the same here, but, uh, (laughs) we have a maker space about an hour away. I went up there to check out like their laser cutter and stuff and um even still what they had doesn't do like as detailed as I could do it yeah. with my hand which if if it's not going to be you know kind of just how I want it then what's the point you know
1: yeah and that's and that's another thing those I just I don't know if I could uh, design in a way that a uh, a plotter would even make mm-hmm. make sense or work you know like cuz like I said I don't you know i don't design bridges you know so um it just it just wouldn't work you know
0: yeah i mean i took a piece up there and it was it was pretty detailed later just cuz i wanted to test it and you know within 10 seconds it had cut a giant choke out and just fell out cuz i didn't think you know it's something i would go around when i'm cutting but of course it just cuts whatever it sees i'm like well yeah that's this why is it's kind per- of transferring all that cutting time over to design time almost
1: I, uh, that's one thing like, you know, people that want to get into it or they're just asked questions about, about how, how it works or how I do what I do or whatever. And I just always have them draw a smiley face on a piece of paper and I say, okay, how would you cut that out? You know, and ultimately it always boils down to them ending up with a large circle (laughs) and a piece of paper because, you know, and then that gets them to kind of think about the whole design process and and what goes into it. And, uh, um, yeah. And hopefully eventually it becomes like second nature, but you got to start somewhere.
0: Yeah. That's a good example too. Cause you have those islands right in the middle. It's kind of like at a certain point it becomes like problem solving, almost like a logic puzzle.
1: That's exactly what it is. I mean, it's, you know, I'll, I'll I'll be cutting something and then, you know, you just kind of take a step back and you know, you're okay. If I do that there, then what am I going to do for this part over here? Okay. That means I have to actually start at that part because the paper won't be strong enough for me to cut Mm -hmm. that later on. If I cut that other part over here, um, and yeah, that's a, that's a big part of it. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I, I tell people sometimes that having tape nearby is almost as important as yeah. having plenty of blades. <laughs> I go through the it. Smaller pieces. I, even the one I'm now, I'm like, you know, I'm cutting off little, little pieces every now and then. Cause you just can't, that was one of the issues I had doing it in Photoshop when I printed it out. The bridges in some places are thinner than what I would draw with like a pen. Right. So, That's kind of worked against me.
1: Yeah. And like you start to, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, usually when I'm working on a big piece, it's like, okay, I want to get this, uh, little, you know, four by eight inch section done today, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. all right, now which, you know, which side do I want to start on? Which angle do I have to attack it at? So that it keeps that kind of structural integrity to the actual paper in order to make me, or in order to allow me to actually, you know, achieve what I want to achieve. Um, yeah, it's logic though. It's, it's a puzzle.
0: Yeah, it's funny though, and you—you I mean you cut enough of them, you don't really think about it anymore. But when you start breaking down the process, you realize how many little decisions go into basically everything you're doing, and it's kind of like second nature to us now. But you know, just thinking like that, like the cutting, you just people think, oh, you just sit down and cut, I mean it's a lot of
1: yeah, no little it's...
0: decisions to get to even a four by eight piece done. Yeah, you have to uh you have to
1: build up that um that working knowledge of how you're going to get it done.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. It's um so you do this on the side, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, unfortunately it's slowed down a lot lately too just with uh life and everything, but yep,
0: Yep, on the side. Do you think people maybe value your, your stuff more because it's hand cut? I mean, do they know do they differentiate between that and a, a machine cut or that's just personal on your your end. You know, I've never
1: really I've never really heard feedback one way or another. I mean, I get the question a lot, you know. Um and and maybe they do and hopefully they do. Um you know, and especially with with the, the things being hand cut, there you know, there might be two or three of them ever made and then they're mm-hmm. and then then they're gone. Um you know, and you know, some of these guys I, I understand, you know, these guys that have made this their career and then they've, you know, switched to machine cut. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to knock anybody, you know, um, it's just a tool, but like I said earlier, you know, this is a a side, a side gig for me and it's, I do it because I like doing it, not because I have to. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to switch to a machine cut anytime soon. It just doesn't make sense for, for me.
0: Yeah. I, I see that argument too. I think once you get to maybe a point where you're in a more of a a production mode, than maybe just a creative mode yeah if that makes sense i I could see cause that's probably what you know like logan hicks is probably the position he's in no where... it is I, I uh
1: that's that's what he does i mean everything is laser cut now but i mean like if you if you want if someone's going to tell me that like he can't cut or he hasn't earned it then you know that's you know that's bullshit you know he's he can do whatever the hell he wants he's yeah you know you yeah know.
0: i mean he's he's put the reps in so to speak where i mean a lot of his, he's hand cut stuff for probably decades. Yep. I mean it's yeah, I just I feel like that's important like even if you end up switching to do that for a while just to see exactly how, how you put these things together and then
1: like I'm not going to knock anybody that that uses the machine but I would probably knock somebody that just comes straight in and you know clicks from Photoshop to the uh to the cutter and now now they're done and they're going to they're going to go paint, you know. It's you know I don't know really what your uh, where the art is on that aspect. You know, later yeah, later sure. on in your life, if you've you know put in the time and you decide that you have, it's almost like you have too many ideas that, uh, in order to hand cut every one of them would probably you know just be an absolute hindrance to you. Uh, yeah. you know, I totally, I totally get it. I totally get it. Oh, the other thing, uh, Logan Hicks actually made a good point. Um, an interview I read with him a long time ago is like you know, at his level. Like, if he were if he were to hand cut everything, what he would have to charge, you know, to 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 sell a piece or to do a commission would be, you know, astronomical. You know, yeah, his time is just worth way more than that. You know, so uh, he's he can do whatever he wants.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's and it, there's a difference between, you know, he's using he's doing his photo shoots, he's doing the design phase, he's doing the painting. He's not like farming any of this stuff out you know he's still doing all the work and it's all custom it's different than someone just picking a generic stencil off the internet or a generic photo running a filter and and printing it out and there's no yeah you're right I mean there's no art to that it's no that's that just doesn't sound yeah it's appealing to me at all
1: honestly it sounds like just something somebody would try and probably do it for a little while you know but then I mean there's other people that's um... You know, like if you go to like a Comic Con or something like that where people sell like you know, fucking Deadpool stencils. You know, and that's and they're that's coming at it from a completely different um from a completely different the beginning you know they're they're mm-hmm. they're in it to mass produce uh something they can sell you know for 10 bucks at a at a con and kind of make a living that way and which is yeah just in a totally different sphere uh sphere than what we're talking about you know or what we do yeah. i guess but
0: yeah it's weird like even in what i feel is kind of a niche hobby already there's still kind of these little subsets yeah within that exactly exactly um, yeah i feel like you are kind of in the same one probably not on the same level but i feel like i'm in in your ballpark, ah, kind yeah, of thing, absolutely, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's interesting, I guess, and that makes sense too. Because if you're gonna want to sell you know a hundred of those things a weekend, yeah, for 10 bucks, and you know you can sell for 10 bucks, I mean, sitting there and spraying all those would be weeks of work, so.
1: yeah. You know, they could they could they probably could have had a you know baby Yoda ready, you know, a day after uh the movie <laughs> drops and could start selling them that weekend, so yeah, you know,
0: good for them, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That makes sense. It's
1: almost like a little bit of jealousy in my voice right now, right? Because these people are making a living by just going to cons and selling, <laughs> selling stencils and hanging out, you know. But
0: yeah, but we're we're pure. That's yeah. the yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. My my wife asked me the other day when she interviewed me about the machine cutting, and you know, I thought about it and I said, you know, there's probably a little bit of ego involved in all this too, to where I could just say, yeah, I, yeah, I cut this out myself and i did everything myself and just
1: yeah i don't know if, if so, feeling
0: superior is the right word but that's probably around along that line of thinking so then what a little bit
1: so then what do you say to the people that come to people like us and say oh well you know you rely too heavily on the computer why don't you hand why don't you hand draw
0: your stencils <laughs> you know what do yeah, you yeah what well, do you think about that i can't draw so i just wouldn't do it right it's uh you know i, I I see that attitude on there sometimes too. Like you should hand draw everything. And a lot of the people that say that I don't really like what yeah. they do. Yeah. I heard that. So, <laughs> um, I feel like if it's, so I've moved into now where I take my own photos, you know, I'm designing it in Photoshop. I feel like everything is it's, custom enough where I to where I don't worry about that anymore. You right. know?
1: Yeah. It's yours, right? Yeah. It's yours from start to finish. Yeah. That's uh... exactly and that's another thing like that's just another subset of stencils i mean literally where did stencils come from you know it's literally like painting signs on the on the road you know things like that like and so there's you know this other subset of people that make make stencils for that type of thing just as a uh uh, for utility you know yeah they they want to go out and put up a message real quickly and and that's a stencil too you know what i'm saying like it doesn't have to be photorealistic it doesn't have to be hand-drawn uh Salvador Dali, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, breakfast at Tiffany's sort of the same ones you see over and over and over again. Um, you know, it's just, it's kind of cool that the the one medium kind of overlaps all these different, uh, goals and, and, end results.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know. I don't like those arguments in general. It just feels more like gatekeeping than, yeah. than anything else. So Ab- absolutely. Yeah. I feel like there's, there's room enough for. Because I mean, really, when you look at the different styles, even if we're competitors, with I'm doing air quotes. I mean, we're not like competing in the same markets, if that makes sense. Like we're not going after the same people. Yeah. No, no, no. no. So. <laughs> so
1: yeah, no, Just, that's interesting. But then it's a. Ah, oh, never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll refrain from what I was going to say. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it'll come up later.
0: <laughs> all right, maybe, maybe off air we'll uh, we'll come. Up. Yeah. Um. That is funny though, because I feel like. And then now I'm starting this, and I'm like, all these little, like, micro skills that you have to learn to participate in some of these hobbies, like, just sticking with stenciling, like, you're learning Photoshop, maybe you have to learn photography, you mm. have to learn how to cut, how to paint.
1: I mean, you have to learn yeah. the the elements of design,
0: you know, you don't want to just
1: yeah. stick a face in the dead center of a, of a square canvas and call it a day, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, there's a lot more to it. Definitely learning a lot of different
0: skill sets in order to uh, come up with something good. Yeah, for sure. And then I started uh, woodworking a couple of years ago. I'm like, well, hell, I'm just going to make my own frames now. Just, nice. just do everything. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. But I kind of want to circle back to the the video editing. Like, how much time? Say, like a three minute clip. How much time does that typically take for you to put together?
1: Um, to edit together. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not too long. I'll spend a few hours on it. Um, you know, I kind of, with the, um, you know, with the time-lapse kind of painting videos, you know, I kind of have a pretty much, uh, I don't want to say a template, but a, definitely a format to it. I've learned, you know, what's interesting to watch and what's not interesting to watch, so it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to... um to cut those parts out and splice it together um you know i use a two camera setup now whereas when i started I only had the one and uh you know so you know figured out how to sync them up really well and um so yeah it's it's it doesn't take too long i i also just kind of let the camera roll now which you know because when you're trying to paint and then you're also uh, you know dealing with okay, let's do this take now. And it's just an extra thing that just to distract you. And uh, so I just let the, I just let everything roll, load it up, line it up then iMovie or Final Cut, and then uh, just start chipping away at the parts I don't need.
0: Yeah. So do you make, when you say stuff that's interesting to watch, is that just like what you think is interesting or is that based on kind of feedback from earlier Uh, videos? uh, I mean, my,
1: I think the very first video I did I put out and it was like nine or 10 minutes long. And it's, you know, it's a lot of, you know, trying to line up registration and make it, you know, just just stuff that's not very interesting. And then like, you know, I use a lot of like weights and spiders and Mm -hmm. stuff and nobody wants to just watch you place quarters (laughs) and bolts down, you know, and then pick them back up, you know? So literally I think people want to see the spraying and the layers getting peeled back. I think that's the most interesting thing. And, um, you know any other techniques you might use along the way as far as you know holding the paper down or certain angles you spray with or or anything like that yeah um i think people are watching it for the um to see what they can take away from it uh for their own for their own purposes i don't think you know the 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 final result is usually in the thumbnail. People aren't watching it to see what happens at the end, you know? So uh, yeah, I, I try to keep in the bits that I think are interesting or somebody might learn something from and then just cut out the rest of the crap.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like the the change in the bolts is always interesting, though, because if you've never seen it before, you kind of wonder, what the hell is going on here?
1: Yeah, people ask me if they're magnets. I'm like, yeah, I use uh, metal canvases and those are magnets. That's, exa- <laughs> that's exactly what they are. <laughs>
0: yeah i've I've actually kind of seen that though where whatever you're putting the paper on, or i guess if you're choosing a sheet of paper, you put it on metal and you could kind of do it that way but yeah um that just seems like a lot of trouble yeah to me absolutely <laughs> but that and the the registration marks i mean that was something I didn't figure out till I saw it on a video somewhere uh, um, yeah that was
1: um i mean that's you you need that for you know if you're doing any kind of multi layer that doesn't have super obvious way to register it on your own. Um, so that was actually, that's one of my videos that I put out that, uh, you know, kind of what I'm more proud of just because I know a lot of people took a lot from that, from
0: that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always amazed at the people who just eyeball it and line it up and it just looks dead on every time. You know, and there's just... And there's some people that like,
1: it's like the size of their paper is determined by the canvas size. And it's like, you know they line it up edge to edge and it's i'm like that's crazy that is uh you know good for oh, you. Good yeah that makes you. sense good for you but that. but i don't think it uh you know i just use the registration marks it works it's consistent you don't have to worry about if you spent like i said 100 hours cutting some sheets out and then they don't line up or they're just slightly off and now you know now somebody's pupil is kind of cross-eyed because of it or something <laughs> like that or there's like a halo effect going on you know
0: that just makes it a a custom. Exactly. Like one off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Art, it's a part art of a series. Artist proof. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That's, that's funny. Cause I mean, you figure some of those big paintings maybe take a couple hours to get through. And then you get done. And it's that's one of the things I noticed the most is let people's layers being just a hair off where yeah. you can see through them. Mm-hmm. And of course, part of that is them just spraying everything solid. But, um, a lot of it is not using those marks and just trying to eyeball it.
1: Yeah. And the other the other thing that drives me nuts is, um, and maybe I should do a video on that too, but like, you know, if you're going to design in Photoshop or whatever, you know, you're using thresholds or using a filter or something like that. But like, you know, you're a lot of people just end up cutting out the same part on layer after layer after layer, you know what I mean? So even though this one part only ends up being black, they've cut out the white layer on the very bottom and then like a mid-tone and then another mid-tone and they've sprayed all of those. And so at the end, you know, you're left with black, but then you can usually see that little edge where the, the overspray or, or things just didn't line up. And it's, uh, Mm -hmm. so, you know, number one, it doesn't look very good. Number two, they probably wasted a lot of time cutting things out that were going to be completely
0: covered up by some other layer. So you mean, oh, so you mean they're cutting out, like, the same solid chunk, just slightly smaller each layer? Yeah, yeah, each yeah. Layer? Yep. yeah, yeah, okay. you got it, you got it. I got you. Yeah, that's, I remember, and it, I think it was one of your videos where you did that, where you just cut out chunks that you knew were not going to be, were not going to show up later, or you just didn't worry about them. Yeah. Instead of trying to cut out the little details just because they printed out on that later, that layer? Yeah. To where, yeah, if you knew what the progression was, you wouldn't spend... Yeah. A lot of minutes on something you're going to chop off in 20 seconds.
1: And a lot of times I'll, um, you know, usually when I'm cutting, I usually got my laptop right in front of me watching a movie or something, but I'll usually have the, the Photoshop file open. And sometimes I'll just go back and click, click layer to layer to layer and see, okay, well I could probably do away with that part. I don't really need to worry about this. That's going to be covered up by that. And, uh, you know, again, so it's not actually, you know, on the design, but it's part of my design, I guess. As yeah.
0: By. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was something I was going to ask you. So that's kind of how you determine where these bridges go. Cause you can click through layers and see what's going to cover up if you want to run something there.
1: Uh, yeah. 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 I guess, um, like, like I said, it's not super strict. It's more like, do I need to cut this part out? It's not, it's less about the bridge rather than uh, versus um, you know, just, laziness and effort. Do I really need to spend time on this if it's not going to show, you know, that sort of thing. Like I said, the the bridges, uh, they just, they're just kind of part of the piece at this point, you know?
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll just call that uh, efficiency. Yeah, exactly. That efficiency. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's, and that's kind of a skill on its own. Cause the first time I did it, I kind of just drew them everywhere and it, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, pro- a process of figuring out where to put them to where it still flows with the piece and not like you're just drawing bridges out in the middle of nowhere just to yeah, just to, get, to have a bridge there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I mean, like almost all of my pieces are, are four layers. Like, I, and, yeah. you know, I, if it's a monotone piece, you know, if it's if it's colorful, then essentially every different color zone breaks down to its own three or four layer stencil but right. you know in general it's three or four and i always i always have a highlight layer you know it's i go light to dark and then on top i have another light layer where i go back and i do you know the little glimmer in someone's eye that you can't really bridge it would lose all of its effect you know what i'm saying if it if you had that little shine in an eyeball but it also had a little line connected to it yeah <laughs> you, for you, sure you know what i mean yeah
0: i mean i, I that's kind of the spot I'm in on this one now. Like the last layer is, is it's got some islands in it, but I'm also, I'm looking at it. I'm like, if I draw bridges here, yeah, it just, it breaks the space up, but it just looks, it just looks bad to me. Cause that's what my eye goes to. Yeah. And that's not the, that's not the part of the painting I want people to look at even. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, then and that's the thing, just like we were talking about before,
1: it's, you know, finding a solution for it. And sometimes it's just, it's an extra layer, you know, and that's all it is. I mean, we're not there's no like rule about, you know, you have to produce this kind of result with this or fewer layers or, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the end result. And uh, however you get there, that's up to you, you know?
0: Yeah. I think what I'll probably do is draw the bridges and then just have another layer cut to cut those bridges out and just cover them up that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So I think that's the easiest instead of try to redesign. Cause it's like big open spaces and, it just, yeah. I tried it a couple times. I just, I hated every version of it. So <laughs> Yeah, it it's does. just how how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Um. So when you paint, do you have? Is that like? Are you in a basement? Is that what that is? Um. The the last bunch of videos, which I
1: haven't really put out a video in a while now, but um, in my attic. Yeah, that's up in my okay. attic.
0: Yep. That's cool. That's cool. You have like your own space. Mine's just crammed into. Yeah. Into the garage. I mean, it is. You know, you gotta you got to find a place, you know, he was
1: living in an apartment before and I was painting out on the balcony, you know, and the the wind's blowing and not, (laughs) Yeah, it's not ideal, but yeah, to, to, to have a place where you can be set up, you know, have all your supplies. You're not, you know, moving tables around just to, you know, try not to get paint on the hardwood or anything like that. You know, it's, it's good to have have that spot. Uh, I love it up there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I remember when when you painted that big, um, one for stencil art prize. You yeah. It painted that. It looked like in your living room. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. That was a house I was renting. And, uh, <laughs> um, luckily
1: I, I was really confident in, my, in like my can control and stuff. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, look, luckily I wasn't overconfident. I didn't, didn't damage the, uh, didn't damage the floors or anything. Um, but yeah, in in retrospect, I can imagine if I was renting a house out to somebody and I saw a video of them later spray <laughs> spray painting on the hardwood, I probably would've pretty pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed. That was a that was a strong move. I like it. <laughs> I just needed the space, and that was the only space I had at the time. And uh,
0: yeah, no, I hear you. which, and, is,
1: um, which is funny in, in that that house I was renting, I actually had a room that was my studio room, so to speak. Like I had it like covered it was you know all the walls were covered the floor had like uh, basically like a tarp sort of thing on there so I could just go nuts in there but it wasn't big enough to uh to do that project in there so I had to move it out to the living room
0: <laughs> yeah and when we lived in Austin we had like a small garage so I would I would do stuff out on the driveway and I did that for a while till my neighbor came over and he's like are you are you gonna get spray paint all over my my truck over here because our house is like you know not that far apart I'm like, no, I feel like we're good here. But yeah. he uh, stood out there and watched me. So I finally just took it back in the garage just to uh, yeah, he was avoid the conflict. He was, he was, yeah, it's he,
1: definitely a struggle. He was waiting for a gust of wind so he could uh, kick your ass or something, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little uncomfortable. Him just yeah. sitting there eyeballing me. But um, let go back that's... to that, that piece we were just talking about. Have you? Is that the only time you've entered that contest?
1: yes that's the only time yeah. i entered um you know and it's funny because and it's cool i'm glad they do it like it's super cool um that, that that there's this opportunity there i just kind of after the first year i did it um well number one it financially it cost me a ton of money because <laughs> like you have to actually physically ship your painting to australia right. and oh, you, i've got
0: a story about that and that
1: right. was a you know a, a two by four size painting you know two feet by four feet so that was it was hefty and I, you know I thought about doing another one next year maybe something smaller but then I kind of like I was looking through it and I was like there's some amazing artists on there but it also looks like they kind of just take everyone that signs up you know um so it seemed more like a God, I don't want to sound like I'm knocking it. I just I just didn't so we're we're past that. You're already, yeah, you're already right? in it. Yeah. I just <laughs> I just didn't um you know, I, I'm glad for the people that, that are doing it and the winners every year are friggin' ridiculous, awesome, and, and I'm really glad they get exposure that way. So yeah, no. I just haven't entered since then though.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. I kind of feel the same way. Um so are you are you doing the book though that's coming out?
1: Um the what uh I know I'm in it at some in in some way or another i didn't uh yeah. i think they they sent me an email a couple times about oh, if you buy this many copies or you pay this much you can have your own like page in it or something but uh no nah, i didn't uh i didn't subscribe to that
0: <laughs> okay but they're but you're gonna be in the book i mean they're putting you yeah i believe so i had yeah. to i had to sign
1: some kind of a uh, release for them so um i'm looking okay. forward i'm looking forward to the book i want to check it out anyway so i will pick yeah
0: that should be really cool we'll pick up um guy. Yeah, it's turned into such a big event where they do like these giant tours oh. all across uh, Australia, it sounds like. So So it's pretty so pretty what, neat. So what's funny about that, um that one I did
1: enter, so like I said, it cost me I think it cost me like eight hundred dollars to ship that painting there, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh and then like it didn't sell. Um at the show and then they sent an email and it's like, okay, all artwork needs to be claimed within three days. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, okay, so what am I supposed to do? So it's literally, I went on, on Reddit and I was like, Hey, does anybody in Australia live near this art gallery? And so this kid like chimed in real quick. So it's, it's literally hanging in some kids like apartment that I told him, I was like, it's tentatively yours until I, if I ever sell it, and then I'll, I'll split it with you. But, uh, it's crazy like he sent me so many pictures of it hanging up in his room and
0: stuff <laughs> it's still there
1: yeah no i mean like i'm not so when i wow. painted if you i mean you saw the video i painted um three 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 at once the three different colors yeah yeah so um i actually still have one I'd, I'd be pretty hard pressed to get rid of it i just really love that painting and then another one i sold to uh a couple here in, in richmond
0: nice yep wow that's that's a good story i um I thought the shipping was gonna be way more, so I got in it. I don't know, maybe five years at this at this point. Yeah, and hadn't really done any prep. I just I'd painted it on cardboard and didn't have it framed or anything, and got in, and it was like, okay, you got a couple of days to get all this ready, and it's got to get shipped out. And mine wasn't even big, and it was like four or five hundred dollars to ship it. Yeah, it's insane.
1: It was crazy. So
0: like. It, uh, yeah, but it's a cool event. I wish we had something kinda like that over here, but I don't know of anybody that that really does that.
1: Yeah, no, I don't I don't know either. I've I've tr- I talked to the moderators back when I first started moderating on the Reddit, um, on the subreddit, uh about trying to organize something like that. And, you know, I was like, Hey, we have, you know, X many thousand um subscribers and blah, 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 blah. And they kind of came back with like, yeah, but, you know, those numbers, it's not active and, you know, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, and it probably wouldn't work for this reason. And I said, okay, and kind of tucked my tail and, and went away. But, you know, that was probably, <laughs> you know, like I said, seven, eight, nine years ago, something like that. So maybe it's something that could be, um, if you get enough interested
0: people, something that could be worked out and organized. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. that I'm, I want to be the person to, to organize that, but right. it would be cool if, Maybe somebody listening to this one day would like to uh take that on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when but, people can actually, um, you know, travel and, and go and attend the thing too, you know.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's another thing. So, I know it seems like a lot of the the bigger names go to like these big festivals like like Wynwood's the big one, kinda of down in Miami and do do murals down there. But okay. um, I don't know that of really any shows that show a lot of stencils.
1: Yeah, no. Not that I know of. Just small small galleries. I've sent a few uh, around the country for some small things. People are like, hey, do you want to? But yeah, nothing on that level. Nothing that's going to have a book published
0: about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah that sounds like quite the undertaking for them to, to put all that together. I can't even imagine with that many artists and got all those release forms. I had to sign like four. Yeah. It yeah. felt like. So I imagine logistically that's quite a... uh Man, I remember what a challenge.
1: I just remember how like stoked I was when like going through all that, getting it shipped and then finally seeing a picture of it like hung up in this gallery in Australia. I just thought that was the coolest thing. Like Yeah. Like, you know, my stupid little painting that, you know, <laughs> I did here in my bedroom is now like gonna have thousands of people go check it out. So
0: I get a lot of good. Yeah, it's cool though. It's kinda of validating though, isn't it? To yeah, that especially something like that where you spent hundreds of hours cutting it and then get recognized for it.
1: Yeah, I had a when I was working on that. Um, it was in that house that you see in the video, and literally lived by myself. You know, I had my daughter a couple of days a week, but aside from that, lived by myself. And so I just was keeping the layers on the floor, like in a corner, because um, nobody was going to touch them, you know? And then yeah. one day a friend came over and literally just walked right across them. And I was like, oh, like. <sighs> like dude my heart dropped i was like dude if your foot caught on that or something that would have been like literally hundreds of hours of hours of my life just wasted <laughs> yeah
0: so after that oh, I, yeah, after that i you know paid a little more attention to her to what i did with him for sure yeah it's definitely stressful like i cut in my office um you know i got two little kids running around all the time and my daughter grabbed one of them the other day and was running around with it i'm like i got to I need, like, a lockbox or yeah. <laughs> a toolbox or something and put them in the trays. I I need a better – now that they're tall enough to, like, you know, grab shit off the counters, I like, I need a better system here.
1: Yeah, I uh, actually just started um, – for this bigger piece I'm kind of working on right now, I got two pieces of, like uh... – It's like a piece of wood paneling that's like you would put up in a basement, you know, that sort of Mm -hmm. fake wood looking stuff. And I just cut it down to size. And now I just sandwich my layers between two pieces of that and then put a couple clamps on them so I can pick them up, carry them, lean them against the wall, shove them under a bed, put them in a trunk, whatever I need to do. But uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's worked out. I actually kind of live in two places at once right now, so I'm able to uh, travel and, and bring them back and forth so I can work on them whenever I have the time.
0: Nice. You should patent that along with your spiders.
1: I don't know if two pieces of wood and a couple clamps is a,
0: yeah, I can sell, a I can sell a kit, right? You get
1: uh, a yeah. 10 spiders and two pieces of paneling for, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> that's funny.
0: You do that. You can come back and then, uh, once you made your, your money, you can come back and be a sponsor. I was going to say, you. yeah, you'll
1: get your cut. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, so the one, the house you're doing now is not this. So you have two that look kind of similar on your feed it's a different house correct
1: no um well yeah so actually what it is is the 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 couple that purchased the my piece from the stencil art prize um came back and commissioned me to paint this house they bought and so Mm -hmm. that's one i did um i don't know like three years ago or so um and then they came back to me recently and they said hey we bought a new house and (laughs) we want you to paint that one so yeah so um so that's what I'm working on. It's, um, it's a real beautiful house. It's on a uh, monument Ave here in Richmond, which is, um, well, a few months ago it was a pretty wild spot. It's kind of died down a little bit now, but, um, but yeah, they're, they're a great, great, uh, couple. They've been fantastic to me. So looking forward, yeah. forward yeah, to getting cool. this one finished. Yep.
0: Yeah. It looked really similar. So I wasn't sure if it was, maybe they just wanted another, yeah, like another painting, but, um,
1: yeah. Now the old house was two story. This one's three story. They,
0: okay. Yeah, they're like, yeah, hey, yeah, we
1: just bought this house. They're like, it's still up on uh, on Zillow. If you want to check it out and go there, and it's like one point
0: seven million. I'm like, yeah, Jeez. that's cool. I was like, all right, work, work that into your asking price. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you did you take photos of the house? Are those yours?
1: Um, the first one I did actually. My girlfriend helped me out with the the last one because um, I was out of town kind of for an extended period of time and i I really wanted to get started on it and so she went and took you know a couple dozen photos for me and uh, a couple of them were just really good and i ended up using one of those
0: that's cool yeah architecture stuff always lends itself really well to yeah yeah as
1: long as you get the uh the lighting right you can always almost any angle is a good angle you know as long as you're Mm -hmm. not as long as you're not dead on so
0: yeah especially kind of the style you do Gives you a lot yeah. of freedom with those those bridges, to, and it doesn't really, you know, detract from the architecture.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yep, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, wanted to ask you about one. I thought I saw at some point you were doing screen printing. Yeah, t-shirts. Do you still do that?
1: So yeah, I mean it's it was kind of just one just of those. Yeah, exactly. Just for fun. Um, it was a, you know, maybe down the road uh, when I decide to not work a real job anymore kind of something I (laughs) something I can do but um yeah it's like you know I don't have a huge house and like all this equipment is just like like I'm in my daughter's room right now and yeah in her room I have let's see my desktop computer a drum set uh, you know like a digital piano a bunch of my paintings leaning up against the wall and You know, then you go out to like, I have this little uh, back room where I used to paint and now it's full of screen printing presses and dryers and like, I'm gonna have to build like a, another level on my house or something, but yeah,
0: you know, I know all these, all these, uh, side hobbies get really expensive, really fast. Yeah.
1: but but Basically the point of that was with, uh, with screen printing. Yeah. I would love to keep doing it, but in order to do it, it's kind of like you were talking about with when you stencil, I kind of have to rearrange a bunch of equipment to even, get into it you know what i mean to yeah to have my stuff available so it's 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 a layer it's a barrier right now that's kind of preventing me from doing too much with that maybe after i finish this stencil project i might um do another round of screen printing projects
0: yeah that's cool we up your uh your price on this this house and yeah exactly take a couple buy you some time yeah (laughs) so I, i saw some of the shirts you did were those for you like i saw it was like one for converge and one for dillinger yeah so that so those were personal just personal stuff
1: yeah personal stuff. i would never sell somebody else's logo or anything it was just uh just some uh easily found logos that transferred to the screen um nicely and uh basically um screen printing is if you don't have somebody to teach you uh you know just like anything else it's there's a lot of trial and error and you know getting things to work and finding out what kind of pressure you have to pull the ink with or, you know, how much time you need to expose the screen for and that sort of thing. So I was just like, we are dish towels right now in the kitchen, are thrasher and PBR and converge dish towels. You know what I'm saying? Like we just, we just, uh, just, you know, a bunch of bands and stuff I like and just screwing around. But yeah, no, 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 That's, that's just personal stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So is that kind of the music you're into? I guess they're, that's more like, uh, I don't even know the genres anymore. Is yeah. they hardcore more than anything?
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean honestly I um I went to school for music. That's music's my thing. Um I I like everything. I mean I'm always going to go back to like metal and hardcore, but uh you know these days I mean we're listening to like a lot of folk music and stuff these days. It's, oh, yeah? it's you know just anything. Anything that's good, you know, good is good, you know. You can't you can't uh tie yourself to one uh, genre or niche or anything like that. Just do what you like. You know?
0: yeah that's true i always find myself coming back to to metal though yeah even if i i stray i'm more into It's not so much the hardcore but i don't even know what the i don't even know what the words mean anymore but yeah like kill switch is my yeah probably my favorite band Yeah, they awesome. i like the melodies and i've been big into like architects i just discovered them like a year and a half ago yep me so
1: too. yeah they're cool yeah it's you know it's uh it's funny when you're a kid how much how much emphasis you put on like this is what I listen to. This is my style. This is whatever. Yeah. You know, then you just get older and you're like, I don't, I truly don't give a shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I listen to pop music with my kid. Like I'll listen to whatever. Um, we play music actually. Uh, my whole family, like it's like one of our favorite things to do. It's just like, I play guitar. My daughter's a singer. My girlfriend plays bass. She sings. So we'll just, you know, we'll take pop songs and play them in a different genre or we'll take yeah. metal songs and play them as pop songs and stuff like that. So, that's cool. Um, yeah. So
0: it is one of my my uh, guilty pleasures though is hearing like metal bands cover pop songs. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love those. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know why because they're still so catchy, but you still get the metal. Yeah, absolutely. The metal part of it. So.
1: That's why uh one of uh, uh, acquaintance of mine uh, goes by the name of Mi- Amigo the Devil. He's actually from Texas, um, but he's awesome. He plays like this murder folk type of music. But during quarantine, obviously, he's not touring. And he just put out a, a cover of uh, "Before He Cheats." It's on a, uh, oh yeah, it's on it's on Spotify and iTunes and stuff. But it's it's great. Though. It's it's really good. You know, this guy usually is singing about serial killers and stuff, and instead, <laughs> instead he's keying somebody's car up. He, yeah,
0: he, took a little break from that to uh, soften it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Yep, that's funny. Yeah, I was looking the other day, so I started getting into vinyl. Yeah, um, me too. That's funny. A Couple of years ago, and I started so kill is the point is, kill switch has been like re-releasing stuff on vinyl Mm -hmm. like their old albums Mm -hmm. but they're man it's so expensive they're like 40 bucks a pop yeah exactly man
1: and it's like and it's just i love like like i've got a you know tube amp set up in the living room with like some real nice speakers like you know everything is eq'd perfectly and i just love listening to vinyl for that that warm sound but then like Then you got to like flip the record four tracks in and I'm like, fuck, you know, just put on, just put on Spotify.
0: Yeah, I know. It is sometimes it's just too much work, but I, part of me kind of likes that because I'm, I don't, uh, take it for granted as much. Like I have to be, I have to interact and participate in it. Yeah. Well, it's
1: like, it's like a thing like with with my daughter, like she's, uh, she's like a big bad religion fan. And so, (laughs) so like, like for Christmas and stuff, like I buy her physical CDs or I'll probably get her some vinyl this year if I can find it. But like, you know, I just, you know, you forget about like, I love it as a kid, like getting a new album and like opening it up and reading the liner notes and looking at the artwork and having that physically in your hand and you can even smell it. You know what I mean? It's got that weird certain smell to it. And uh, I just wanted her to have like physical like like music is a thing too it's not just like a a, a youtube click you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i'm describing myself well but i just it's you know i think it's why people with when cds were you know people were big and people were just talking about how they like tapes and they you know and vinyl before that you know it's like this nostalgia for for the thing that you associate uh, your musical uh journey with you know
0: yeah if that makes sense no that makes sense i, I think we're pretty similar in that i like I used to love getting the CDs and you're going through and reading the lyrics while you're listening to the music and yep. it's just kind of a whole a whole experience that you don't really get when if I just turn Spotify and it's just background music, you know, I'm not really Yeah. Yeah, you're not paying all that much attention to it. You so. know, you're not
1: invested in it. You're not like it's not a experience, it's just a a, a distraction, I guess. Or yeah. Like that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um I guess getting back to your your stencil stuff. Kind of what do you see coming up for you? Kind of, is there anything you kind of want to add to your style or are you just trying to perfect what you got going now or? Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't, don't plan too far
1: in, in advance because like I said, you know, I got a, you know, full-time job and, and yeah. the kid and all that stuff, you know, so it's, <laughs> you know, it uh, it doesn't... I hear you you know i think that ship has sailed as far as i'm going to be a professional painter you know but um but yeah you know i always kind of either a commission comes along or or an idea comes to mind or i see something that i you know that would be really cool i want to cut that out i want to paint that um mm-hmm. and so it's not like i don't have a list of okay on my next one i want to make sure i get more of this and i and i want to work on landscapes and i want to work on this and that no I, yeah. don't, I don't i don't really have anything like that i'm just Kind of keep doing what I'm doing. I really do everything I can to stay away from any of like the old kind of like uh, pop culture art that I was doing when I first started out. Um, you yeah, know, it, you know it was cool. It helped me get my chops down and stuff. But it's not. You know, it is what it is. So you know, it's just like we were talking earlier about people doing. You know, these real basic kind of stencils. I I see it as the same thing for me too. You know, like technically they were good, but you know, what's, what's the point there? it's pretty uh empty i guess you know
0: yeah no that's fair i feel like it yeah at a certain point especially i think having kids changes it too where if i'm going to spend this much time right. doing it and I mean, i'm mean i not doing it instead of hanging out with them but if, you know in yeah. my in my limited free time if i'm going to do something it has to be right worthwhile you know something that's important to me or yep. you know it's kind of meaningful in a way Yep. Yeah, we have uh, so few hours to
1: uh, delegate <laughs> to ourselves these days. You know what I mean. That like you make sure you're spending it on something you want to spend it on. You know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been getting up at like five thirty to cut. Nice. Before yeah, <laughs> before they wake up, and then yeah, my- I work out of the house, so I can kind of do a little bit during the day too if it's slow. But yeah, that's kind of you kind of make your own hours. Yeah. So, I, when I was doing the um, the Getty piece
1: for the stencil art contest, I mean, I was working i was working 10 hours a day and then coming home and i'd get home at you know 11 at night and i would stay up till like three o'clock every night cutting seven days a week until until that thing got done you know Uh, unfortunately i just don't have that (laughs) that ability to do that anymore but uh, i'm almost done with this piece i'm like rounding the rounding the final turn so
0: yeah yeah that's funny yeah i wonder what was it like even spraying that piece, I would have been so anxious and so so
1: something that I've. I was actually I was just actually looking at the piece yesterday because um, I wanted to show my girlfriend the source photo that I used and we were kind of like looking at it side by side and uh, just some of the things that I did in that I would never do again like there's like these long and I'm talking like twelve fourteen inch long you know, two millimeter wide lines that help form the, like the columns in that piece, you know? And it's like, dude, they, what if, what if they buckled or what if they waved a little bit? And now you've got this curved line, like, and and it would have just looked like trash. So, you know, if I was going to do that again today, it would be broken up into, you know, that 12 inch line would have been, you know, six, two inch lines with a little tiny, you know, Mm -hmm. little slice in between keeping it together. Um, I'm sorry, I don't even remember where that, where this question started, but uh, let's <laughs> just want
0: to. No, that makes sense. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I look at old stuff too. and I'm like, I would, I would never do that again. Nothing on on that type of scale. But yeah, it's it's funny to look back at at some of something you did so long ago and see yeah, what improvements you make. Like I see people do half tones all the time, and those just I don't. Not I don't know if I can handle doing those.
1: Oh, cause, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. With all
0: those little lines and all that, I just <laughs> it just
1: doesn't seem fun to me.
0: No, it seems kind of miserable. It always looks cool, but I'm like I don't I don't think I could make it through cutting one of those. Yeah.
1: The uh when I first started cutting that piece, I was like, you know, watching some movies on Netflix and stuff, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to just for fun, I'm going to keep a list of all the movies I get through while I while I do the, <laughs> while I do this piece. And so I had like the list was like five movies deep and I had like a three inch by three inch part of the thing completed <laughs> and I was like, I am not going to do this because that's just gonna be super depressing.
0: Depressing, right? Yeah, I know. I think there was a time where I like kept track of the hours and at this point I don't even want to know because it's I just know it's a lot, yeah. but you yeah, know yeah. I don't wanna know that it's I wanna know that maybe it was more than thirty, I don't wanna know that it was exactly 57 hours right. something like that right 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 right. yeah so it's what, hard to <clears throat> excuse me it's just hard to justify to my wife yeah. so <laughs> just spent like a
1: literal four days of my year from you know 12 a.m to 12 a.m four times cutting this one stencil you know what I mean like it's 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 crazy and then you spread that out over actually your free time during the week and uh, yeah don't remind me don't
0: don't yeah make me think no I hear you well I mean it's I, <clears throat> that was one of the first ones I saw that kind of got me going down that path of like multi-layers and stuff like that. So definitely wanted to, oh, that's awesome. wanted to bring it up. But yeah. And it was very cool. So I know we're just over an hour now. So yeah. yeah, man, this was great. I really appreciate you coming on. It was fun. You were, you were definitely one of the people I wanted to talk to. That's awesome, man. And, uh, we're big, big helping me going down this road, just sharing all that information at a time when, you know. Kind of like what we talked about, it wasn't really out there. Yep. I'm sure you've helped tons of people get into this hobby. So, well, glad to do it. You know, it's uh, like I said. I
1: whenever I do a video or a tutorial or anything like that, you know, it's just the feedback I get from people just is awesome. I just love. It, it's just so cool. You know, people from all over the world, like. You know, I get people from Germany telling me like that they would never started this if it wasn't for, you know, one of my videos. It's really cool. It's really rewarding. It's really rewarding. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: that's cool. I mean, it probably makes it kind of worth it to put all that time in. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very man. cool. So, all right, man. Well, let me know. if All uh... right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Right, you're on, what are you on? Instagram?
1: Yeah. Instagram at cut and destroy. Um, you know, you can find me on YouTube, cut and destroy, uh, or just look for my name, Anthony Asparo. Um
0: Yeah, and uh, that's it. (laughs) Thanks a lot, bro. Cool, man. Yeah, we didn't get into your Reddit name, but maybe we can save that for another time. Oh, yeah. I I definitely want to hear that story. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's fine. Yeah, another time. We'll go through that. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, I appreciate it. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Take care. All right, man. Talk to you later. Yeah, bye.